Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, hold on. Recorded live. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Reverend Joanna Johnston. How are you all doing? Okay, so um, happy evening, happy Friday, happy uh, full, I mean, sorry, Saturday, <laughs> happy full moon, I think, full moon's supposed to be here tonight, or uh, pretty soon, uh, yeah, so very, very happy to be here with you guys again, um, uh, those of you who could not make it for Monday, I did mention that tonight would be the night that you can <clears throat> also uh, log in or call in to um, ask some questions if you needed to. And, uh, you know, that's basically what it is. It's like we're coming together in in these conference calls because it's here to help you all, to help you on your progress as far as not only, you know, uh, watching the videos, doing the paperwork and so forth, but if you have any questions or you have any concerns or you want a second opinion on something, this is very, very crucial to call in. And um, especially because it can feel very lonely out there when you're doing this by yourself. You know, you can't talk to your neighbor or anything about this. You know, they'll shake their heads and look at you like, what What are you talking about? (laughs) You see? So, you know, a lot of us have to come together, and that is why I created the VIP forum for you all. So you can come together um, even after this webinar and conference call. You can come together and post your questions and meet all the other students that are in the VIP forum. Now, I wanted to announce uh, some very awesome uh, testimonial that just happened this morning really quick to start this conference call out. And uh, actually, one of my students, he was like, you know, not really sure about what we were teaching, if it was, you know, the, the right thing or not, if it was a scam or not. Like, let's put it this way, I gave him some little tools to utilize just to see, you know, how things were, how it would go. And... Well, it turned out within the next three weeks, he ended up battling the IRS. And he goes by the name of David Esty, and he's on uh, Facebook. And he actually told me about his success with that. So I'm very, very happy about that. Um, if you're on my Facebook account and, and you see my wall, my Facebook is, is facebook.com forward slash Joanna Psychic Advisor, because I started as a psychic before, <laughs> before I got into the little secure creditor thing. Um, if you see on my wall by David Esty, he pretty much – announced that, you know, thank you so much for helping me out and all this. And um, he had a major IRS bill. And by basically following the steps that I told him to follow, he was able to zap it out and he was extremely happy about it. So I'm really, really happy to to help others best I can. And also, I also got a bill myself, even though I haven't been living in the States for, for some time, because, I mean, I do still have my address in the States either way just for that purpose, just in case there was some outdated uh, bills or more debt that I needed to discharge, I've already conquered child support, which I'm really grateful to do, and it was extremely difficult at first. And now uh, the next challenge is my is student loans. I didn't even know. At first it was six grand, and that wasn't a problem, so I discharged that. And then I received something from the U.S. Department of Services, 
And lo and behold, I'm getting one for thirty-one grand. I'm like, you know, I never once took out thirty-one thousand dollars ever throughout my time at all. Like, there's just no way in hell I never took out, and I made sure of it. I would never take out thirty-thirty-one dollars. It was the most I've ever taken out was ten grand, the most out of all the bills. Okay, so. To me, it was extremely shocking, and I received it today. And I said, you know what? I'm going. I'm going to town on this sucker. You know. <laughs> so the other ones were discharged, not a problem. But I know exactly what to do. So it's actually kind of fun because I know exactly how to get rid of it. And it's real easy. All you have to do, again, for the students that are listening to me now, um, you just basically you just uh, print out a copy of the acknowledgement. UCC, you don't have to print out the whole financing statements because that could take a while and it's a lot of paperwork. All you have to do is print out the acknowledgement of the UCC-1 and uh, you print out a uh, notice statement and you send it straight to the, you know, to the agencies that you're dealing with. Okay? And you send it, you can send it certified mail return receipt. That is fine. And you're just letting them know hey, guys, I'm a secure creditor, here's my UCC-1, and the notice statement basically tells them immediately exactly who you are, and that's all you need to do. You don't need to send any A for Bs or any of the discharging instruments in the public arena, and I'm making this very, very clear to all of you. Please, I've had in the past, you know, throughout the years that I've been doing this, I've had students actually trying to send in bill of exchange, um, what else, uh, goodness, uh, promissory notes, everything in the public to the banks, well, don't do that because they're going to ignore you or they're, and they're going to take advantage of it and they're going to use it for them to go shopping for a Ferrari, okay? So if I were you, I wouldn't even send it to them. And so, you know, you would send the notice statement and the UCC-1 certified mail return receipt, just let them know who you are, address to them. And then on the private side, you would send to any, any of the departments of the IRS. Me, I tend to choose Ogden, Utah, which is my favorite because I've always, I always get remedy there. Ogden, Utah. You can choose any other IRS area if you like, okay? And what you do is you send a copy of the UCC-1 acknowledgement. And if you have to amend it to as well, you send that acknowledgement as well. Then you send in the copy of the bill, Okay, you can if you have many many bills, you can send many many bills in one envelope. Uh, you can send a certified mail return receipt or a registered mail return receipt. I mean, we prefer registered mail because you're letting them know it's private. Okay, but if you for some reason cannot do it on the registered side, you could do certified. Regardless, they will know who you are and what you're doing. So, so anyway, I did the A for V, the new way, everything with the UCC-1, and I'm going to be sending that out back to the IRS of Ogden because I'm thinking, I was laughing about it. I'm like, there's no way in hell. There's no way I'm paying 30 grand. I'm sorry, <laughs> grand for this. And it was based on interest. That's all it was. It was all interest and all this other crap that they tagged on, but the original bill was only uh, like seven grand or something like that. So I'm thinking, okay, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I know receiving these bills can be extremely intimidating and knowing very well how, how absurd they are. And especially now, I, I believe that they put out a law now, and I, I believe in, in Texas now, from what I heard recently, they're now arresting people, even with um, outstanding debt that they owe, if they haven't paid or whatever, they actually come to your door and they're going to arrest you now just like they arrest you for child support and all this other made-up debt that they, that they bring up. Also, wanted to mention real quick before I start opening the lines here, 
is when you – what I also did – Sending it to the to the IRS, the UCC one and the uh, discharged debt, you know, with the A for V language. I also sent in a copy of the uh, the deadly weapon letter. If you want to do that, I would do that because it puts some juice into it. Because what I did is I sent okay, I sent a copy of the deadly weapon letter along with a notice statement and the UCC one that's going straight to the student loans. Okay, and and I copied that deadly weapon letter to the student loan people as a copy and sent and I'm sending it into with the IRS so that way I let them know this letter is also being sent to these student loans. Because what I'm doing also is I'm investigating these bullies for their uh, paperwork to even to even say that they have an order against anybody is uh, they have no proof of uh, a tax registration certificate, no proof of any paper trail whatsoever, no audit trail. And uh, so, therefore, you know, when you do this, it really gets them by the balls, and therefore they would have to, they have no other uh, way out of it. They have to discharge the debt, whether they like it or not. Okay. So I wanted to share that little tidbit with you guys to get this uh, party started. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down the line, and, and those of you, again, if you're on, um, you, you logged in via computer, that is fine. Um, but if you wish to ask any questions at all, you're going to have to call in, and you're going to have to call into the number, which is uh, 1-724-444-7444, and the caller ID is 140868 to call in. Okay, and this is a private group. The last group that I did this conference call Monday, I, it was public, unfortunately, but you know I had a couple trolls that that signed in somehow, some way, unfortunately. <laughs> but in this group, we're not going to have any of that, so that's a good thing. And the good news is they have no idea what the hell we're talking about because we are talking in code mostly. So okay, so I'm going to go ahead and open the line up for B Min C Two uh, K. All right, hold on. Okay, you're on the air. Demon C2K, hello? Yes, yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing fine, and yourself? Great, much better. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, this is um, Marlon Pierre, by the way, just to let you know. Oh, this is who? Marlon Pierre. Oh, okay, hi, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Awesome, so, okay, please uh, go uh, ahead and, uh, and introduce yourself if you wish. Uh, my name is Marlon Pierre. Uh, originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, I'm now living in Arizona. Uh, I basically uh, accidentally came across uh, your video on YouTube. And, uh, <laughs> There's no accidents. It, 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 and, I, and that is true, and I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> at the time, at the time, I was actually looking through uh, Courtney Cole's. Uh, um, one of her videos. Oh boy! And I, mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess I guess it just happened to, uh, you know, coincide with I guess with, you know the video or whatever, and I came across it, and it, it just in, instantly I was just drawn to the information, and uh, and was just immediately say, oh, I, I definitely need to learn more about this because I've I've always been a person, uh, just you just thought that there was just more out there that mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of, you know? Right. And, and, 
And so, you know, this this was extremely uh, interesting to me, and, and I, I'm definitely uh, appreciate you know you giving this information to us. Uh, it, I can see this helping out uh, myself and my family, and uh, I just want to say thank you uh, for for doing this for uh, everybody. No, you're very welcome. You're very wel- welcome, Marlon. Yes, I'm I'm really happy to be able to assist you all in the best way to know that you can defend yourself. You can. <laughs> and you don't need an attorney for it. Yeah, so, so with myself, though, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a person. I, I, I learn <laughs> at a turtle's pace. <laughs> so uh, I've always been a person. That, uh, matter of fact, I learn more visually than I do, you know, through text. Yeah. So, so I Me am too. moving... Yeah. yeah, that's why I created the e-course the way it is. It runs exactly yeah. the same way. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you did that. So mm-hmm. this is gonna help out a lot. Uh, my question: uh, I do have. I recently sent off uh, for my birth certificate, mm-hmm. and uh, this was unfortunately these people. Uh, I, I, it's just something about the, the, the people that work in, you know, for those type of uh, offices and stuff like that. They tend to be a little bit um, incompetent. I'm, I'm be nice. And uh, so, come to find out when they when they finally got to me that my middle name was spelled wrong on the uh, birth certificate. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. yeah, so I. I you, and this is this is and I'm 43 years old now, so this is my first time actually seeing the. Uh, really. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you poor thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, so when I when I seen it, I was you know of course I was a little thrown back by it, and and when I called the the people at the uh, office and and tried to you know notify them about it, you know they, then they tried to you know say that. It wasn't a mistake on the end that, you know, my parents had to uh, provide the mistake and stuff. So, you know, I didn't want to argue with the, the lady. I, I just wanted to uh, ask her, how can I, uh, you know, get this corrected? And so she uh, told me that it was going to be an eight- to ten-week process. Wow. And, yeah, and so um, – and that that was my exact reaction when when she said that. And I asked, her, "Is there any way that we can expedite this?" And uh, she told me that I would have to um, find uh, either um, who was it, the baptism papers, you know, with, with mm-hmm. the church and everything I was involved with. And that's a problem because you know, with Katrina, uh, Hurricane Katrina, you know. I, who knows, you know, what happened with all our records. So oh, I just yeah. recently, oh, yeah, no. I, I just recently found out probably like three days ago that they couldn't uh, find me in their records. So uh, I would have to go uh, to uh, the place, the, the courts and stuff that has my uh, marriage license on file. So my question was, um, would that would this be much of an issue, um, as far as time? Because I know you were talking about uh, having our second package uh, done, but I know you were saying the deadline for that is is actually in June, right? 
Yeah, well, you know um, what? I mean, I'm going to have to – I'm going to change that, actually. Um, something – I just wanted to bring this up real quick to you guys. Something has – well, I don't want to make a major big deal about it yet. But something major has happened to my um, support guy, uh, my staff guy, uh, a tier. That's been working on many of the, the packages. I have no idea where the heck he is. <laughs> um, yeah, he actually worked on mine. Yeah, he actually worked on yours. He's worked on many of yours. And for some reason, he just – I know he's not the type to split on me. He's a very sweet kid. He's always attentive. And I know he went on a trip somewhere, a uh, travel. But he um, – I haven't heard from him in, like, a few days. So I'm I'm actually kind of concerned about that right now. And that's why some of you who, who need their package done still, I'm willing to do it, not a problem. So what I'm going to do is on uh, June 3rd, I'm not even going to have the deadline for that anymore. So please remember that, you guys, um, because we're going to be taking a trip off. We're going to Italy for 10 days. So when I come back, um, it gives you time to do your first package, get everything you know, uh, signed, recorded, your UCC1 filing, all that stuff. And then by the time we get back, if you guys um, want your second package done, I'll do it. I don't care. My, me and my husband will do it. Not a problem. So there's not going to be a deadline. Um, I would just say maybe July, you know, maybe maybe sometime mid July. But since you have a situation with your birth certificate, I would I'll give you an exception for that. Okay. Okay, I appreciate it. So don't worry about that because I mean you have paid you know a good amount, and I figured you know now I mean we just finally got the the, the um, platform ready for the second package. So I figured, well, heck, you know what? Since you already you know you paid for the webinar and the first package, I might as well just throw in the second package as well. So don't worry about that. So. Oh, cool. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I was a little nervous about it. No, don't worry about that, you guys. Don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. I'm nervous, however. I don't know where the heck he is, and I was getting emotional last night. I was thinking about the worst things because, you know, I found him on Facebook, and then I saw that he was traveling on a plane. And I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, I know how it is to travel on the plane. You're busy. And I'm thinking, you know, hopefully nothing happened to him. But he's always extremely attentive. He's always on top of things. You know, like when I tell you guys, oh, he'll, he'll be doing your package in seven days or, you know, ten days. He's on it, like, within two days. Yeah, and he was actually fast. He, he got mine back, like, probably, like, within a couple hours after I sent it into him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, he's extremely on top of his game. And I'm like, for some reason, something's going on. And, but, you know, I'll keep you guys posted. And, and um, if I don't hear from him by – you know, next Tuesday, then you know, I, I I hope nothing nothing happened to him, but I would I would assume maybe he's kind of missing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I know, but anyway, I don't want to bring that up, but I I have to bring something up somehow because I know I, I've been getting a lot of emails like, oh, he hasn't gotten back to me. I don't know what happened, and I'm like, it's unusual for him to not do that. So I do apologize for you guys out there. Um, don't worry, we will pop on your package for you guys. Okay. <laughs> so as far as the name change, you're going to wait until they – it's going to be 8 to 10 weeks then. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hoping it doesn't take that long, but you, you never know what – you know, it, it's a, I guess a process. But on my end, because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to uh, get the forms and everything myself and then mm-hmm. expedite them down to my dad because he's still in New Orleans. Okay. And, uh, hopefully he can be able to – speed up the process because he's a uh, superintendent down there. And so right. uh, hopefully he, he, you know, can deal with them on a uh, 
you know, one-on-one basis and, and get it done faster. Yeah, and I wanted to yeah. bring up, a, you said the baptismal records, right, that you need yeah. to locate? Yeah. Yeah, you can also add those. Those are bonds as well. Oh, okay. Believe it or not. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they, uh, that's, that's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> that's another bond. So you definitely want to add that on there. I have a baptismal um as well, I have to go look for it. My mom has it somewhere, so i got to look for it. But I need to add that to my UCC one as well as collateral. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that are bonds that we don't know of. Even our passports are bonds. So. Oh, wow. Well, I don't have one of those yet, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say I suggest get it, get her done as soon as possible. Yeah. And I want to yeah. throw in something. Um, uh, first of all, why, why haven't you gotten your passport yet? Um. But- I just haven't needed it. Okay. That's the only reason. Okay, okay, because I know some of my students, it's because child support said, no, you can't have your passport or whatever. There was a tax reason or, you know, that's a new law. But I wanted to bring up something very important to you guys right now that we're here on the call. And this is all recorded, by the way, so you can always listen to it anytime you want. If you have, just say that you're oppressed for time, you're like, I need a freaking passport now. You know, even though child support is like on your butt or whatever, what you can do, there's another alternative of what you can do, even though like say that you're in the middle of getting your paperwork, you know, that's kind of time consuming as well. It does take time. What you can do is there's a way that you can get your passport, but you do not put your social security number on the form at all. I have a girlfriend who did it in um, Northern uh, California. I've actually had a couple people that I know who've done it, Okay. And we're reading something. I'm actually going to be adding that to the Kajabi platform because I think it's extremely important for you all. And basically, by not putting a Social Security number, you're letting them know that you are not a federal employee. So they're going to say, oh, well, if you, if you don't put your Social Security number, the IRS or whoever, whatever the Department of Travel is going to, you know, um, they're going to charge you $500 or whatever. So what? They won't do it. It's a bunch of BS. Do not put your Social Security number on there. And she went ahead and did it. She put it all in zeros, and she freaking got her passport. And that actually brings you into more a, a diplomatic immunity because you become you are a state citizen. You are not a federal national citizen. You're not a citizen of the of the United States Corporation. However, because of the Republic, when it was broken into republics. Um, you know, California, the Republic of California, Republic of whatever, all these other states, it, you are, were considered a state citizen. So that actually gives you a lot of freedom. And she says that she has a friend, the one that just got the passport, she has a friend that did just that. And he's got pretty much, they treat him like he's, you know, he's got diplomatic immunity. So I wanted to throw that at you guys. If you're going through a challenge with passports, getting the passport, you know, and, and, and all that. And this, and I would pr- appreciate, if you wish, you can share this with your friends, this, this conference call, that's okay. You can do that, and then when you do get your passport, that passport, you can add that to your UCC1 to even give it some more umph to back you up. So I wanted to just bring that up real quick. And um, tonight, after I get off the call, I will upload some information for you guys so that way you can look into, if you don't have a passport or if you lost it or whatever, before you get a passport, this is the way to do it. And some places will kind of deny you in doing that. They're going to try to make it hard. But you just stand your ground and say, hey, you know what? I'm a state citizen. I'm not putting my Social Security. I don't have a Social Security number. You just say. 
Okay. okay. So anyway, <laughs> so do you have any more questions at all, Marlon? Uh, no, ma'am. That, that's, that's basically a question I was uh, really wanted to get answered. Okay, no problem, no problem. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and move down down the line here, but it was it was just such a pleasure talking to you and hearing your voice <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. I appreciate it. No problem, hon. Okay. Hey, uh, Sanchogi, you're on the air. Hey, Adriana. It's hey. DK. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I just use Sanchogi because, you know, it, again, all you guys on here, I just want to let you know you don't have to use your real name if you don't want to, if you're like, you know, anonymous, you want to be behind closed doors, whatever, you can use some other name or um, other handle. But anyway, how are you doing, DK? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, I had some questions for you. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully this will help out other people. Yeah, um, please. I was, I was wondering if you could tell me if apostille and authentication were the same. Actually, no, apostille is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't go into the tidbits of it, apostille, is basically what you're doing is, all I know is the document, when you do an apostille, it becomes international. Mm-hmm. And you're letting them know, hey, you know, if you do this document, like, okay, let's let's say, for instance, I just turned my kids into Mexican citizens, even though they were never born in Mexico. I was never born in Mexico, but because of my father was born in Mexico, my kids were able to get it. So in order for, me, for them to get it, I had to send the birth certificates over to the state that they were born in, which is in Washington State, to get it apostilled. Why? To make it international. Okay? Yeah. And it was under the Hague and all that. And then I'd send it here to Mexico and they can do their thing with it. That's what the apostille is. So it is very helpful, especially if you're doing any type of documentation, any sovereignty documents or anything like that to protect yourself. And then you, you put it under, um, you get it apostilled. That way, when you travel to another country, all you have to do is show that document, and they see that seal. They're like, okay, okay, it's international. We're going to back off from it. So they'll actually respect that. Now, authentication is just basically saying, you know, you're here to authenticate that you are the holder in due course of the birth certificate now. You are getting it authenticated that you are the one that they are going to hand this birth certificate over to because you're now the, the owner of it. Right. Because right now, and it's really funny, <laughs> I'm getting my students that are telling me, you know, that they, um, they they called Vital Statistics and they're like, hey, you know, I'd like to have, you know, a, a copy or I'd like to have the original of my birth certificate, please. Can you please send the original? And right away they say, oh, uh, sorry, but we we can only send you the certified copy. We can't send you the original because it's the, the, the government of, I mean, it's the property of the government. Mm. And which is confirmation that the government owns that name, that birth certificate name, that franchise name. Mm-hmm. So when you authenticate it, you're letting them know, hey, I've come to you know an adult age. I'm no longer a child, and I'm not in- incompetent. I am now able to handle my own affairs. And from what, I'm ex- what I've heard, I haven't got my birth certificate authenticated yet. I'm working on that right now as we speak because I'm working with my um, higher, my guy who's, who's doing the more advanced packages. But from one of my students that have done it, they've received their birth certificate authenticated, and it has a little brass ring with it. Mm-hmm. What that brass ring is, what we're finding out, is that 
that is moving you up the next level in order to create a full credit letter. Mm. And this is what happens when you're about to, um, let's say, uh, tap into not only your birth certificate, bond. You're tapping in, you create, as a secure creditor, you can create your own bond, but then you're able to monetize them. But in order to do that, you have to have them authenticated first. That is the golden, the missing piece there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Next question. I was wondering when I sent my first package, can I also request to have the notary and docs authenticated at the same time? Okay. When you have your, I'm sorry, before you send out your package um, sent out, you want to have your your birth certificate authenticated? Yeah, could, um, would I be able to kill two birds or three birds with one stone? You can. That, you sure can. No, you can. And that's a good. That's a very good question, you guys. If you guys want to wait and have your birth certificate authenticated, go for it. You can wait until you get that done and send only a copy of it. You don't ever send the original because the original, that birth certificate, not really the original anyway, you know, it's a copy, certified copy, that belongs to you. So you only, you know, once you get that authenticated birth certificate, take a copy of it and then send it along with your first package. That would be very helpful, yes. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, another question. Uh, do I have to file a tax return once my paperwork is in place? Okay. Um, you don't have to do any, do any filing taxes because it's all voluntary anyway. But <laughs> depending yeah. on where you're at anyway, as far as uh, are you working, um, are you employed by a company? No, freelancer. Okay, even better. Okay, those who are freelancers, I'm letting you know you have a lot of freaking choices. And I can really hook you up with some information, some really good um, places to go. One thing I can tell you is the beautiful thing about being a freelancer, you can, especially, is it online, mostly online mm-hmm. or, or local business? Uh, mostly, it's mostly online. It's internet. Okay, even better. Um, there's ways that you can go about it, and I would suggest do not open up a corporation in the United States. You can do it in Panama. That's one option that you can do. You can go to Panama, and you will be extremely protected there. Now, a second thing, um, my, my guy, who, uh, Stellar Viceroy, the one that I'm working with as well, who, who does the higher stuff, he's the one, he can hook you up with a 98EIN number, okay, which makes you very, uh, tax-exempt, and with that 98EIN number, this is, you can, you're able to open up a foreign account out of the, let's say, a bank account next to a border, you know, the border, let's say, you know, California, Mexico, or any type of border, you're able to open one up. Now, he can talk to you about it. Now, you don't have to necessarily get his whole package right away because, you know, it is, it is a bit pricey, which is worth it. I mean, I think it's too cheap for me. I think it's he should be charging like 30k for the crap he does, like literally what he does. But it's way, I mean, it's way lower than that. But you know, if you're like, oh crap, I can't, you know, fork out right now, that's okay. He can hook you up at least to get the 98 EIN number and get your trust account set up, where, where it's a foreign trust account, and you have a bank account. And and um, when you do open the bank account they will open it up under that e, uh, 98 EIN status where you are, it is completely tax exempt and no one can touch it. So does that mean that I can open up an offshore account as well? Yeah, exactly. You can open up an offshore account. And for those of you who are interested in that, 
I can hook you up with some information who I'm dealing with right now who are actually pretty good. They're out of Panama. And I choose Panama because of a lot of um, good reasons. They've actually, they are, they respect a lot of the, the people, the, the American citizens and, and those that, um, you know, for, that are for FATCA, they're against FATCA. I don't know if you guys heard of FATCA. But basically what happens is the IRS is trying to go after all the Americans who are living abroad, who are not living in the States, and going after them anyway that they're supposed to report over 10 grand. If they have over 10 grand in their account, they're supposed to report that. And even though they haven't been living in the United States for many, many years, they've actually put this thing out there. And many countries, even Mexico, has even turned over and agreed and, and had a treaty, have a, have a treaty with the United States. And the only places that do not have a treaty is Russia, um, Panama, and Ecuador that I know so far. There's other places as well. You just have to do some research on it. But so far, you know, if you want to just start off and say, look, oh, I just want to open up a nice offshore account. I don't want no one to buggy me. Then, I mean, I can send you that way. And I also have a guy who's out of Portugal who's a good friend of mine. He's the one who even told me. He, and he's from the inside. He works in the inside. He's the one who told me, he says, yes, it's true. Panama is very, very, very safe place to go. Um, and he's had experiences with people that, you know, he's dealt with a lot of people that were millionaires, you know, that, that, um, that are, this one guy was trying to pull out money out of his bank account in England, a million dollars, and they tried it, and they, and, and they said, oh, we can't do anything until six months from now. So, yeah, he, he, know, he knows all the inside scoop of what's going on, for sure. Okay, great. And um, uh, I had a question about the 1040V and the ES. Is that mm-hmm. necessary? Um, not, not entirely. I mean, you can just, you know, it's just letting them know that, you know, you're basically tax exempt. I mean, you don't have to do that. You don't even have to send the W-8 along with it if you don't want to. You can just send the foreign status letter, you know, the template of foreign status. That should be enough. Okay. Um, I did have a question about credit cards. Okay. Um, If I wanted to keep my credit card but pay off the balance and still keep it open, do I have? Uh, do you have procedures for this? Yeah. Okay. Well, what I would do seriously about the credit cards. Okay. Um, you can go two two routes about it, and I've had I've had a lot of questions with that. You can easily you can discharge the debt, but the problem is not every one of them, not all credit card companies are going to honor that. Like, I mean, they'll discharge the debt for you, but a lot of times they will close it out. So the best thing to to do is I would hold off on that right now until you get to the next level with Stellar because he deal he deals with the more intricate intricate stuff because I know I I have a lot of students who are like oh I just want to keep my credit card and I just want to you know keep keep using it and using it but in all reality when you think about it when you're when you're using them you know you're you're kind of accepting the bankers and you're accepting them to stay in in office and Preferably, I would I would kind of go the other route where I would move into the next level and start working on tapping into your own credit instead of using the banks. But for now, I mean, just because you're new new at this stuff right now, and a lot of a lot of you are new, I would just you know make it as minimal as possible and just kind of you know go ahead pay every month and see what happens just for a little bit until you really get the gist of it and. What I've told my other students is if you want, just try to pay like, you know, if you knew the balance of it, pay about a year, six months to a year. 
And I've had I've had students have actually discharged even car loans, and they are still they still have an open account with the car people. But a lot of times it's kind of a hit and miss. So I I don't want to say yes, you can definitely do it. I I want you to be careful, and I would say you know I would wait till you go to the next level, get your um, foreign status, your 90 EIN trust, everything, your money moved into that, or a really good offshore account, and then really start working from there. Okay. Um, and then last question. Uh, after I complete the paperwork and receive confirmations, uh, could the police or the UN search my home for weapons without a search warrant? Okay. After you've um, submitted the paperwork and everything, what you can do, yeah. I mean, the problem is, is they, they can, the, the issue is, is they can act like they can do whatever they want because you're on supposedly their soil. That that's owned and ran by the corporation because everything's bankrupt and everything's um, owned uh, through martial law. I mean, there is martial law. Martial law has been happening since for years. Now, what you got to do, not only sending the package, you're going to have to send copies. Let's say you know, like a notice statement and the copy of the UCC, say to your local sheriff's department, to all these other places to let them know where you stand. Like, hey guys, I'm just letting you know this is who I am. This is my status. Okay, and but I need I have, to send one to the UN as well? Yeah, you can send one to the UN as well. Um, you can also, in the legal notice demand, that's a very, very pa- powerful document. I've had uh, some of my students actually um, record it in their city mm-hmm. with a county recorder. And uh, one guy in North Carolina, he was able to get more, the mortgage off his back. Like the mortgage is totally zeroed out on his credit report because of that specific document. It's okay. very powerful. If you're lucky enough to get it recorded, that's the thing, because a lot of uh, county recorders will not take those documents <laughs> if you really read what it says, because it has yeah. a fee schedule and everything. Um, if you want, you can you can always record it in the Apache uh, County, Arizona. You can get that recorded there. Okay. okay. All right, great. Thank you very much, Joanna. I appreciate you're, it. No problem. So, so anything else you'd like to know? No, that should do it. Thanks. Awesome. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Okay, um, ooh, I see Ariel in here. Awesome, I see you. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where where you are. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> I know you're one of the angels. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I just want to let you know, Ariel, if you want to ask a question at all, you'd have to call in. And the call-in number is 1-724-444-7444. The call ID is 140868, and you're free to um, send a little chat in here. Oh, okay, you're having issues on your phone. I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. Um, If you wish, you can uh, chat whatever it is that you wish, I mean, in the chat room. Just type it out. I'll just give you some time, okay? And then I'm going to go ahead and go down to the others. But, yeah, you have to call in, um, call the number 724-444-7444 and the caller ID 140868. Okie dokie. Okay, I I see a question here from guest 10. Can I get my children's BC authenticated? They are 11 years old. Um, That is a very darn good question. You know what, I don't really know because they are 
under the age of 18, and when you get them authenticated, you're letting them know, hey, you know, I'm I'm old enough to take care of my stuff. Now you can try to do it. You can you can try to do that if you like. I'm not going to say don't do it. Just try it and see what happens. Um, personally, I never had that experience, so I couldn't really tell you. But if, if you wish, just give it a try and see what happens. But it is very important for you to authenticate your birth certificate, so that way you're you know you're being given back your the power of your birth certificate, and then underneath you know as collateral, you would just add your children, and you wouldn't call them children; you would call them property and add their birth certificates to it. So, yeah. Okay, Ariel. Okay, passport before or after becoming SC. You are, if you wish, you can um, wait to get your passport and then add it to as collateral to your UCC one, or you can get everything done and then later do a UCC three amendment and add the the copy of the UCC. Uh, I'm sorry, of the passport onto it. Okay. Okay, the number on my birth certificate is slightly different than the one on the certificate of live birth. Long form, which do I use? Um, well, basically what I would do is I would use all the numbers, all the numbers that you see, except for the um, the, bar, the barcode. I wouldn't really use that. Uh, just any numbers. Like a lot of times you'll have either the red numbers at the bottom, okay, or... If not, I mean, I know I don't have red numbers on the bottom of my birth certificate, uh, but my kids have it. Um, the, the state filing number is really good as well. Okay, uh, what about taking an oath to the U.S. as a SC? I, I'm not understanding exactly that, that you're letting them know that you're a secure creditor. I mean, basically what you're doing is when you authenticate your birth certificate and then you send a copy of the authenticated birth certificate along with your first package, um, that is enough, and, and sending only copies of that authenticated birth certificate with the UCC and letting them know, sending it to the agencies. Even the Homeland Security is very good, too. That's one thing I wanted to bring up. You can also send copies of your UCC-1, you know, uh, the authenticated birth certificate to Homeland Security. I know we're talking about the Border Patrol, letting them know who you are, where you stand. Okay, you have the name Juan Zaragoza Gomez, the Secretary of State in Puerto Rico. Okay, so if that's his name, if that's the new guy now, then you would use that new guy's name. Even if you use the old guy, it's okay because it will still be forwarded to the new guy. But, yeah, definitely. If his name is Juan Zaragoza Gomez, then, then go ahead and shoot for that. Definitely, you guys. You're very welcome. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and move to number 14. Um, you're on the air, 14. Hello? Number 14. Okay, I think you're shy. Okay, we got West North. I think it's Nebraska or some Illinois, Chicago. Hi, Corona. Hi. Hi, this is Kronos here. Ying Yang Man. Oh, Kronos. Hi. How are you? I know you are. <laughs> how are How are you, my dear? I'm doing great. I'm doing better. I'm, you know, I was, again, I was. I'm still a little worried about a tear, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. 
Yeah, I hope he's partying it up or something. I want to. I only want to think good thoughts. <laughs> for, for, uh, for sure, for sure. So I, uh, I got a couple of quick questions. I, I know our, our time is precious, and uh, I'm just going to get straight to the point here. Okay. Um, now, for the, you know how some of the documents have um, these identification numbers where it's um, your birthday and your 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 year and then your initial. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I noticed on my first package that there's a space between them. Is that okay? Is that going to change the the effectiveness of the documents? Actually, no. I mean, it, it could be any row of numbers, whether it's spaced or together or with a hyphen. Oh, okay. You could be creative like that. Um, and, okay. and just want you to know, like, the, the numbers on the top, everybody, the numbers on the top of your documents, you know, that you're going to see, like, you know, your, like these row of numbers with, like, these three letters. Um, they can be, you know, your, your date of birth with the last four digits of your Social Security and the, uh, your initials. You can do it that okay. way, or you can just make something up completely different. Okay, okay. so the space, so the space is not going to diminish no. uh, anything. No, okay. it's just a Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, now you said the first document to record is the POGUE. Now, um, do all subsequent county recordings come after we file the UCC after our first package? And okay. is the POGUE is the POGUE first recording? Yeah. Um, well, what happens is once you record the power of attorney general. Then you're able to apply that recording number onto your UCC1 uh, collateral space. Okay. Okay. And uh, and then and then all subsequent recordings like the whole harmless uh, active state uh, everything that comes after. Exactly. The, the okay. whole harmless, okay. the active state, the copyright. Um, uh, what else? Legal notice and demand. Uh, that could just you could just hold on to those and you can do that at a later date. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now the attachment property A uh, list that that list um, now, does that list get attached to our UCC filing? Um, actually, I mean, you don't have to like attach it, like you know what I mean, um, like with a staple or anything. <laughs> basically, no, no, no. What yeah, you right. can do is um, for the UCC three, what you would do, okay, after you did your UCC one, mm-hmm. you would do an amendment or a UCC three, and you would add attachment properties and then you would just add like a tracking number or a number that you would create at the top so that way it's referenced on over to that. Okay. And then Um, at a later time what you can do as well, I mean it is, um, you can record the uh, attachment properties at the county, uh, with Apache County Recorder Mm -hmm. or the, and then add the recording number of the attachments on there as well but if your local county or register of deeds can record it, you would use that as well. Okay. Um, now I noticed that with uh, the legal notice in demand, um, when now when you say record at Apache, is it? Can I can I record it at getnotice.com as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, getnotice.info um, is basically it, it's an internet way of recording so it's all online i mean it's good it's good enough but i would prefer also not only get notice but also something like in a county somewhere is very very powerful so apache arizona records anything i'm not kidding absolutely anything so if you have any problems at all um in your own local county or register of deeds or, or clerk of courts Mm-hmm. Go there, and it's 
very, very awesome. And, and I think they're like on sovereign land because it is Apache. Right, 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 so, right. Which is even so, so, so um, if anything, uh, try um, Apache first. If I'm getting resistance at my county levels, try it yeah, and, then, I would definitely and then get noticed. Okay. Yes. Now, does a, uh, filing in, a, in Apache, does that um, diminish the effectiveness? Let's say I want to work on a mortgage in, in a certain county. I'm not okay. reporting these documents in that county. Now, reporting it in another state in another county, will that, will that kind of work against me if I'm working towards uh, discharging a mortgage, perhaps? Yeah. Um, actually, okay, when you think about it, when you file a UCC-1, because I've had the question of, oh, if, if I file a UCC-1 in this state, is it going to be applicable in this other state? Um, really, when you file anywhere in the United States, because it is a corporation anyway, um, you're going to be good to go because, again, you are international. You hold that status as international. So anywhere in the United States is, is perfectly fine. Okay. Now, now it does... From what I have heard, it does help that if you are to, like, say, purchase a house and get a mortgage, um, in that home of record or the, the area that you are, you know, you're purchasing the house at, the county, just like the guy that uh, one of my students, Conrad, who's actually wiped out mortgage, a mortgage debt right. off his, uh, <laughs> off his uh, what do you call it, his credit report. Credit report, mm-hmm. He went all out in North Carolina, I think it was Charlotte, North Carolina, Mecklenburg County, and he went ahead and reported, I believe, the UCC one, and he stated the legal notice and demand. Right. I'm yeah. surprised he even took it. <laughs> right. You know what? I, I am following Conrad's um, uh, uh, records, uh, recordings, but he also recorded on GetNotice.com. Now, do you think Conrad also recorded at a local level plus GetNotice? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he he went all, he went even in the local le- level. I mean, the get notice. I'm sure maybe he did that, and maybe he he did a copy and then sent it to them. And in, in the but he did state that it was recorded. He recorded something, the legal notice and demand in the in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was okay. shocked because right, you know you know how powerful those documents are. Like uh, they're very rejected every almost everywhere else. Yeah. So when they recorded that, that gave him the upper hand, and that was it. Okay. So, but I would right. definitely listen to him. I mean, he's he's really to me, he's the master of the mortgage thing. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely go to him now. Okay. Now, um, now I noticed also on Conrad's legal notice and demand that he filed, he has mm-hmm. an attachment B attached to it as well. Like it's it's um, it's on the last couple pages, an attachment B to the legal notice and demand. Okay, and what's in the attachment B? I don't know. That's 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 another. It's I, th- I think is it just an extension of attachment yeah. A? Any type okay. of attachment, unless he's got an attachment property attached to the legal notice in the van, he can actually do that. I mean, as a secure creditor, you can be pretty darn creative mm-hmm. because again, you're 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 foreign. You're a foreigner. You really are. We're okay. foreigners to the United States corporation, so. Pretty much, I mean, uh, the attachments, if, if he added any attachment A, attachment B, it would be considered an extension. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and on the copy, common law copyright notice, um, now I saw Conrad also, he recorded it, but at the, end of, uh, at the end of it, he has a copy of the certified mail receipt copy. Like, uh, I, I don't know why he has, why do you have to have the, the certified you know, like the, the, the envelope. He has like a copy of an envelope that he mailed out. 
Did he mail it out to himself? Yes. He did? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it must be psychic. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah, I know yeah. why. Because what that is, he's very smart. Um, and that's something I'm so glad you're bringing this up because that's going to make me help everyone else here. Yeah. What you can do, this is what I learned from my graphic art school years ago. They told me how to do a poor man's copyright. And I had a friend of mine who was also an attorney. And she said that it actually stands in court, even though it's considered a poor man copyright. What it is, you send a certified mail back to yourself and never op- and do not open it. And by the time you go to court, you don't open it. And if you say you're called into court, you have to prove anything, then you open it in court. But it actually proves the time, the date that it, was, it, it happened. So because it is a copyright, you can do that with your artwork. You can do that with your books. Mm-hmm. Anything that you want to copyright, you know, if you don't have the money to copyright it with Washington, D.C. or whatever, you can actually do that by sending it back to yourself. So what he did with the common law copyright, he went ahead and sent a certified mail return receipt back to his own self, and that will stand against anything. So he, he didn't open. Right he, he didn't. Op- he didn't open it though. He didn't open it. Okay. Good. No, don't open. You're not supposed to open it because then, okay. then you can say, you know what I mean. It, the the power is when you don't open it, you keep it sealed always. Right. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and the the legal notice and demand it, it needs two witnesses plus your signature plus a notary. Um, you can get the the witnesses and you can get a notary. Okay. You know, I prefer, I mean, even though I, you know, I've heard from other sovereign groups, no, don't get a notary and, you know, whatever. But to me, and especially with, with my, my guy, my higher uh, contact, none of your documents will be acknowledged if you want to move it into the um, state level or a higher level. It will not be acknowledged unless they are notarized. Okay. 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 Um, the UCC you sent me or Tier sent me, um, now, it's got a lot of jargon in it, like a... Uh, do I just copy and paste all that and file it into my own yes. uh, state template? Okay. Yes, do not use that template. Um, as far as the template right. form, that is so outdated. <laughs> we just right, use right. it as a template only, so that way you copy-paste, you do it online, you could do it hard copy, and so forth. Gotcha. Now, um, I, I, I would like to file it in Maryland. Okay, go for it. Okay, go for it. it? Okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. If you guys um, have the time and energy or whatever you want to do, if you want to go ahead and shoot for Maryland, go for it. Um, okay. And then, you know, you know, you can always do another amendment later on if you're wor- when you're working with Stellar. And I, I yes. prefer that you do work with him because he does add right. a lot of other jargon onto the UCC1 and a lot of other information that's going to be extremely helpful for you. But you can do it for now. To keep you, okay. you know, keep you protected. But I, I definitely suggest later on when you're ready, definitely go all the way with him because oh. he's got a lot of. He's the bonds guy. I mean, he he has right. connections with all the other guys that are doing the monetizing and all that, like the serious. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Excellent. Um, now you also mentioned the UCC acknowledgement letter. I mm-hmm. don't see that. Is that where? Where is that? Okay, the, 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 when you see the UCC acknowledgement, it's because it's already been filed. So um, I filed mine oh. with, with California, and I've also filed one in Washington State. Now, California will give you an acknowledgement letter. Um, Washington State, they, their acknowledgement is actually the, the UCC receipt. So when you get oh. a receipt, it will say acknowledgement on it. 
Oh, this is something you get back from them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I was it's to acknowledge that you have filed your UCC one. Oh, I was under the impression this is a this is uh, on the tiers uh, one of the eleven documents I was sent. Yeah. No, I need no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, is 1040ES and 1040V the same? Um. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Okay. Um, for the birth certificate, now I have a short form. Do you prefer that I get a long form? Well, if you can get a long form, it is very helpful. But if okay. you cannot, don't worry. Don't stress about it. Even the short forms, I've actually seen the bond numbers on there, which are the red numbers. Yeah, mine Do you have red yeah. numbers in the bottom of your birth certificate? Uh, very few numbers, to be honest with you. I, I'm just going to reorder a long form. Okay, let's um, see what happens. Yeah. Now they have a they have a check down box where it says what why do you need this? Um it says legal right or claim. Should, what do you think that means? Legal right or claim for Um I would just say right. legal right and just say, Hey, you know what, I'm you know, if you wanna just throw some BS, just say, Hey, you know, I'm just looking to get my dual citizen somewhere. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> or, okay. or I'm doing my family tree. You know, that's always okay. helpful. Okay, so probably because instead of hitting long form, I'll just probably ask for legal right. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Okay, okay great. Um, now, uh, on the letter of evidence, um, you said that the name has to be upper and lowercase with initials. On my documents, I have no initials. I just have my upper and lowercase. Okay, upper lowercase, and you don't have the initials on there? No, I don't. Okay, and... Um, Let's see, Atir did those for you? Yeah, he did, and um, unfortunately the documents aren't editable. Okay, yeah, because, hmm, that's very interesting, because I know, in, in, okay, you know the, where it says name two, name three? Um, yes. One of those areas, you were supposed to put your initials on there. I know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, it, my documents don't have them, and I, and I, and I filled out the form to the best okay. of my ability. And, um, yeah, let's see here. I mean, it's not totally like, you know, like you need 100%, like it's not that important, but, I mean, it, it does I, help. Can but I write it in? Yeah, you can write it in. You can definitely write it in. Yeah, I mean, any other changes, that's why, you know, he would actually charge extra. Like if you don't put something in the first time, you would have right. to put it in, you know, because it does take time. He would have to do the documents all over again. So oh, okay. if you wish, you can add that. But yeah, you can definitely write it in if you want to do it that way. Okay. Okay. Um, Last question. On the legal notice in demand, on, on the very top, there's an international registered private tracking number. What is that? It's blank. Um, private tracking number, I believe that's the registered mail number. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you would put the registered mail that, from the first package, um, or if you were, no, actually not the first package. Actually, if you are to record it, um, with the local county recorder or Apache, Arizona, or wherever, um, and, and you send it registered mail, you would actually p apply that on there. Okay. All right. Um, now, with Stellar, now with Stellar, um, how 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 can this process work? And and um, would he be an assistance to perhaps like getting on a do not detain list for on yeah. a state level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're pretty much do not detain anyway as a secure creditor, but what he does is he notifies a lot of powerful agencies, like one of them is Homeland Security, okay. um, to put you on the no detain list. But I would personally, once you move up his level, he's got other information to add to it. Because once you have, especially Maryland, the Maryland filing and then other things that he adds to it, 
Um, there's other forms that are like not part of what I'm teaching. There's other forms added to it that actually really takes you out of the system. Mm-hmm. And right, you, right. You basically, it, it's basically a notice. You know, you're sending a notice. If you want to, you can send a notice to Homeland Security. Let them know, hey guys, you know, I'm a secure creditor. This is who I am. Blah 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 blah. You know, you're, right. you're putting them on notice. But right. I believe that that's one of the ways that he's been doing it. Because Homeland Security is an agency. <laughs> I mean, hell, it's a global agency, really. Right, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't, I, I don't do anything wrong, but I just, I just happen to be bothered all the time. I just want to be left alone. Just well, you know what? Oh, you know, I just want to be able to. I know it's, it's sad. It's sad. You know, these, these, these police really think that they, uh, you know, it, 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 like you said, it's like military. It's like martial law. You know. No, they are. I mean, even at the border here, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm not talking about the Mexican border. Mexican border is really awesome. They're like, hey, right. come on in, have a tequila. You know, like they don't right. care who right. you are or what. Right, but right, right. When you come, when you go to the American uh, border here in California, it, things have changed so much. You can actually see what's really happening, and right. they've intimidated uh, my husband actually. And you know, we because he's English, he's from Britain, mm-hmm. and. You know, we we've been you know we've basically he's he's only going there on on a tourist visa, and the attitude even though they've stamped his uh, his passport for three more months not a problem, they're still interrogating him. So what do you do for a living? So what do you do this? What do you do? You I know, know it's none of their business. Really. Yeah, exactly. And and so finally I said I, I was repeating you know I was kind of repeating what what he was saying you know uh, what Darren was saying. I said okay he he says this that because he talks real low and his his, his accent, you know what I mean? Because right. the guy kept asking, like, uh, what? And then he starts shooting off at me and saying, well, I'm not talking to you. You act like I'm talking, right. but I'm not talking to you. Like, he had a chip right. on his shoulder, of and course. the guy yeah. had a freaking gun, and my kids were in the car, and I wanted to just so bash him. But the yeah. thing was, I didn't have my paperwork with me. And right. I suggest everybody always bring your paperwork if you're going to, you know, when you're traveling in the car, if you're leaving the country, you're coming back, always bring your yeah. paperwork with you. And then any time that you're being interrogated in that way, have your paperwork, number one, and say, look, not to be mean, I come in peace, I want to talk to the superior, uh, supervisor, please. Because you're going way above because you are higher than they are. You are in acting as executor or executrix for women. And I'm going to let you guys know, and I'm not telling you this to freak you out, okay? And this is not a um, this is not an Alex Jones show. <laughs> and even though I do like Alex Jones, I mean he's got some interesting information. But a lot of things I hate to admit, a lot of things that he says is pretty damn right on. Um, you know, I was thinking, oh, it's negative. I don't want to. I don't want to watch that stuff. Ah, let's just put it away. But you want to know something, guys? When you start to cross the borders into the United States, you are treated like such garbage. It is frightening. Um, in England, same thing. They're very hardcore, but they actually have a little more class. I, I'm not. I'm not lying. They have more class. They actually put you in a room and they say, okay, we'd like to interview you, you know. Um, these people will freaking tear you apart right in front of your family and your kids. They don't give a shit. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They need to be reminded, I mean, who they really are. They work for us. Exactly. You know? and, and the They work way, for us. And what they do, this is what they do, and this is what I'm finding out. They are hiring people that have um, uh, mental, not mental illness, mm-hmm. not an illness. Absolutely. You yep. know, like maybe psychopathic or uh, sociopathic. That's... That, mm-hmm. That psychological um, 
whatever they have criteria so that way they're able to better deal with the people and it was funny because I'm thinking oh my god my own people are talking to me like this wow and I have more peace in Mexico like really we we don't have issues here in Mexico uh, a lot I'm, of people I, I, I want to follow you Drew I'm, I'm right well, come you. on down uh, oh <laughs> I've been there. I've been to Rosarito. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, you know, and, uh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. these officers, I, I really think these officers need to be reminded who they are, and they need, they shouldn't be called officers anymore. They should be called civil servants. Yeah, they're, they're military. They're, they're for war. They're out for war. And it, it, there's no important time. And this, this goes way beyond you guys. It goes way beyond credit repair. I'm trying to let you guys know that, that this is this is very serious and and it's so important nowadays you have to get you got to get your paperwork set um and get your kids protected everything that you can do and then get if you have to get out of the country whenever you can um yeah. personally I hate to say it this way but th- this is this is a very ugly situation okay mm-hmm. uh what what's happening um another way that you can actually tighten the tighten your um your name, okay, the status, and this is what I'm lear- learning more from my higher up, is once you've authenticated the birth certificate, the best route to go, because, you know, I've, I've been getting a lot of questions about trademark. Trademark is a way to go. You can do it, but unfortunately, you have to realize that it can take anywhere from six months to a whole year. Right. And, you, and if you don't have that time, a lot of us don't have that time, what you're going to do is just do the doing business as, now, some states there, not states, but certain counties are going to deny you. They're going to say, oh, well, we don't take the same name. There's just no way. Um, but there are places that will take it, and I would definitely go all the way and, and go out and, and get that done and add that also to your UCC1. Anything that you can to help yourself. Absolutely. So this, this, is, this is Nazi Germany happening all over again. And to me, Nazi Germany was really... It's, it's like a little, it's like a nothing compared to what's going to be happening. Right. You know. Oh, so, boy. I hate to, well, I don't want to f- make you f- afraid, but. Uh, no, no, like I, I said, I'm just, already just there. Come, just come I'm, here. I'm already there. Come yeah, here to Rosarito yeah. Beach and go yeah. into the States, and you'll see what I'm talking about, man. It's it's like, yeah. wow, what a trip. <laughs> Drew, well, listen, I just have to thank you for everything you're doing. You're a godsend to, you know, just, just the information is priceless, to be honest with you. Oh, to be able to, to give this information to my family, my, my son, you know, um, it's just it's amazing. I really thank you. You're very, very welcome, you guys. I mean, it's it, it's time. I mean, that's what I'm here for, I feel. I mean, now that I know, it wasn't just to be a tarot reader. I think it was a little more than that. <laughs> oh, of course. It's all connected. But you know what? Everything is connected. Everything from, from the Bible to credit cards, it's all connected. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, Dennis. Uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and move on down. Uh, do you have any thank more you, questions? Drew. No, that is it. That is absolutely it. Well, thank you, Drew, for everything. No problem. It was so nice. Nice talking to you. All right, Carlos. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, bye, hun. Okay, so we're going to go down to. Let's see here. We got Delaware. You're on the air, Delaware. Hey, how you doing? This is uh, Rodney McKenzie. Hi, Rod. Oh, there you are. Okay, hi. Hey, everything is okay. <laughs> yep, I was the I was the guy who actually sent the power of attorney over to um Arizona, and I realized that um I filled everything out in black ink because TD Bank that's all they have in it is nothing but black pens. Yeah, <laughs> so, for a reason. Mhm. 
So, you know, I noticed that when I was listening to the audio today, I said, oh, man, she's talking about me. Yeah, I was the guy who did that. So, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, good evening to you, good evening to everybody on the call today. Very good information, and um, I appreciate, you know, you being a patient person and doing what you do. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and don't worry yeah. about that. I mean, um, it, did you get your, your did you get it back, the pug back? Um, no, I didn't get it back, but what I did was I asked the people um, over the phone. I said, hey, do you guys happen to have that recording number for me? So they gave me the recording number over the phone, and I took note of it. And um, I just got paid last week Friday, so what I'm going to do is on Monday, I'm going to look to do my UCC1 in Delaware. So Okay, perfect, see how that perfect. Works out. So, um, you know, I, I just want you to, you know, be patient with me. I know you answer a lot of the questions. That's, you know, people ask the same thing, but I had some things written down. I was listening to some things and kind of writing the answers to if people ask them. So just had a few things, and I'll be right to the point like the last gentleman so you can move on. Okay, no problem. Okay, so my first one was um, I was born in New York, but, you know, of course, you know, now I live in Delaware. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know, will I be able to uh, discharge debt if my first package has my, um, uh, what is it, my, my New York birth certificate and my UCC 1000 Delaware? Will I still be able to discharge debt? Of course. Of course you can. It doesn't matter what state, if, whether it's in your state or whether in a state far away. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay no, no problem. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, I know recently, I know the other gentleman mentioned it too, but I had got a copy of my birth certificate. It's a long form, but it was, is it a problem if I scan in my long form? It's not like a certified copy or anything like that, but will I be able to use just a regular um, regular copy of my birth certificate for the process? Yeah, definitely. Okay, You're fine. no problem. Okay, so this one is a um, two-part question. Um, do I have to do a UCC1 in New York before I um, – oh, that word always bothers me – um, when when you're perfecting your birth certificate bond, they call it authenticate, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So do I have to do a UCC one in New York before I authenticate my birth certificate? Um, well, what you can do, you don't have to do a UCC one before. You can do that anyway. Um, okay. And it, yeah, it is preferable that you do a UCC one in your birth state, and then also the residence that you're in, uh, what okay. other state that you're living in. Um, but if you can't. And, and say that, oh, my gosh, you know, like, say New Jersey is one of the hardest. And I've had a lot of stories. I've heard a lot of stories that it's very difficult to do a UCC-1 there. Um, then basically, I mean, as long as you have a UCC-1 done in the state, you're fine. But okay, no, what I would okay. do, yeah, you could authenticate it first and apply that onto your UCC-1. Or, or, I mean, it could be both. It could be both ways as well. You can even have, let's say that you've already done your UCC-1. What you do is an amendment, which is a UCC-3, and add the authentication onto it at a later time. Okay, so I don't really have to authenticate it um, in New York before I start that whole process. I can do either one. Exactly. Okay, so that's that's pretty good to know. So I'll just write, there, just write that down. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so... Um, my third question was, can you start to discharge debt after the first return receipt, or do I have to wait for the second return receipt? Well, see, the first return receipt, you can do it. You really can. But it, I always say when you do the second package, it's always better because you're notifying them, you see. With a notice statement, you're not only notifying vital statistics, you're, you can also use that piece of paper, the notice statement, and notify, let's say, like, like I did today, student loans, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, child support or any other governmental agency, you can notify them to let them know, 
hey, I, I am a secure creditor. Here's a notice statement. I've taken my package back or birth certificate back. Because what you're doing is with a notice statement in the second package, you are notifying vital statistics of your new standing, which is very, very important. Okay, and that, so that takes like a week. It's so easy. It's real fast. You know, you just do this, the, the, the three docs and um, mm-hmm. you send a certified mail return receipt to the vital statistics. And then that's it. Okay. Then you'll so be free. I mean, to be safer. You know what I mean? Okay, no problem. Um, my next one is uh, when doing my UCC1, I see your sample UCC1 on the download section, but where do I locate the information to put on the UCC3 addendum? Okay, the UCC3 addendum is actually very, very simple. Um, now, I show you how to do the UCC1. Now, when you go back to that particular website, say Washington State, because I've only showed you Washington State, you would look for UCC3, mm-hmm. and it will tell you right there. It's real easy. It will tell you, okay, do you want to change the collateral section, which is a big box, or do you want to change the party, the secure party, or the debtor section? I was I mean, just kind of like wondering about the um, information that goes in there, um, you know, as far as, like, like the other gentleman said, I know you have like an attachment that has, I think, like four or five pages worth of things. So I was kind of wondering, do I copy and paste everything in that attachment document to put inside of Oh, no, no, of, no, 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 no. No, what you would do is you would just actually, you know, reference it. Let's say, you know how, how it's referenced uh, for the um, sec- um, security agreement? Yeah. Okay. And we just did, okay, security agreement, you know, your, your tracking number plus your initials. That's all you need to do. You would put those same tracking number or whatever onto the attachment, like say, okay, what we did is a tracking number, not, not tracking number as far as like the mail number or the post number. It's basically your date of birth mm-hmm. um, and the last four digits of your Social Security number and the uh, three uh, initials of your name. Okay, and so... You, you know what I mean? But you would put right there in front of it attachment properties or you would, you know, like, okay, the, the copyright, we, we call it CLCN. Mm-hmm or the security agreement, S-A, and then those numbers. Well, with the attachment properties, you can do the same thing, uh, you know, attach AP and those numbers. It's just a reference. Okay, so you don't really need the UCC3 unless you're running out of room on the UCC1 to list things? Well, actually, what, what you would do is the hardcore property stuff, you would really want to add to the addendum on the UCC3. Like say, okay, you know, your, your um, car, your house, your children, all of that stuff. You want to add it to the UCC-3. But the the birth certificate should be on your UCC-1 along with your passport. But all the other things should be on your addendum, UCC-3. Okay, because I was kind of wondering that too. Like, you know, I was talking to my wife about this stuff, and um, I'm trying my best. You know, she understands some of it. I'm not a pro. I'm learning, but I'm talking to her about it. And I was kind of wondering, hey, you know, if this stuff scares her, she's just not interested in it, I kind of want to protect her and the kids. So it'll just be a matter of adding her birth certificate yes, and you can do that. onto the UCC3. Exactly. You can use that. You can have your, your spouse on there and uh, and your children. Okay, no problem. So I'll move right along because I know there's other people waiting. Um, let me check that one off. Um, my next one was um, every time that I want to pay off a bill, um, do I use a copy of the UCC1 with the bill of exchange or promissory note? Um, and do you always a for read the bill to send with the docs? Okay, what I would do, I mean, the way that I do it, the way that has been actually very, very um, successful for me is doing the new A4V way. 
mm-hmm. that I show you, and with a copy of the UCC one, and you would apply the the new A for V way onto your bill, because what you're doing mm-hmm. is you're turning it into a negotiable instrument, which you're turning it into money. Okay. Okay. So you would send that UCC one and the um, bill that's A for V, and you would send it um, either a certified mail return receipt or registered mail return receipt. And you would send it to one of the IRS. Me, I've sent it to the IRS in Ogden. I, I've actually had a lot of good, um, good experiences with them. Okay. Um, and let me see. So basically, you would send. Would you send that copy of your UCC one, or I think you were telling somebody else a notice statement with it? Like I know you do the A for V for the bill. And then uh-huh. what else goes in that package that you send out? Okay, right. And you would only send it on the private side. You don't ever send it to the bank. You don't okay. ever send it to, like, the credit people, you know, nothing like that. Any any negotiable instruments, any just charging instruments will be sent to the um, the IRS. Some local, if you want local treasury as well, you can okay. send to your local treasury, only only the discharges. Okay. And when it comes to the local treasury, would that be to the attention of the secretary of the treasury? It would actually be the treasury in your state. Yeah, I yeah. understand. Like when you're addressing your mail, I know, exactly. I would, you know, I look. Yeah, so it'll be. Would it go to like the secretary of the treasury of of Delaware? Yes, yes, you would do that exactly. And then either way, I mean, it's still going to be sent over to the IRS, or the IRS is going to send to the treasury. Okay. They're connected. Okay, <laughs> okay no problem. So, okay, so I got that. And um, <clears throat> yep. So I checked that one off. Um, I'll say that one for last. Um, my next one was. I don't know, I might be a little forward, but it's something I was wondering. Um, um, is there a limit to the amount of money that can be liquidized on a bond once you authenticate your, your birth certificate bond? Um, I'm not quite sure about that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I like to believe it's limitless because your credit, you are a creditor. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, by what they've done is, is such a felony that you could sue for so many billions and billions of dollars. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm what they've done to humanity. Um, but as far as look, finding out, you know, exact how much, the amount of the bond and all that, I mean, I wouldn't uh, be able to tell you. You would have to go to the bonds guy, a guy mm-hmm. that actually deals with bonds. But, again, that would be for the next level up. That's, that is definitely Stellar's um, playground. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, no, no problem. I had about two more, and I think one of them I had the answer to, but two more and then out the, you know, out the way. Okay, um, no I had down. Um, if Delaware gives me um, problems filing the UCC one, and I file in Washington State, can I still discharge debt? But from what you said earlier, you said once you file in any state, you're pretty much recognized in all all states. Yeah, I mean you're a secure creditor, and the way to be recognized even more so is when you send a notice out to them. It's not like automatically, you know, where you become a secure creditor, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you're a secure creditor now. Everyone, you know, knows who you are and whatever. It's when you send a notice letting them know to track down the UCC one where you filed. That's when they know that you're a secure creditor. Now, um, when you are to say that you have a house and you're ready to sell it, say your house is on the UCC one, a, a title company will find that out automatically and let you know that you cannot sell your house until that um, that uh, that house is off your UCC one. This has actually happened mm-hmm. to a, a few of my uh, students. <laughs> That they okay. actually had to take it out so they can sell their house. 
Okay. All right. No problem. And um, right now, I'm you know make my living you know as a driver using my CDL. So mm-hmm. you know sometimes I go back and forth from uh, Delaware to New York to visit family. You know, drive around, take road trips. Um, if I have my license on my uh, on my UCC one, and I happen to get pulled over for speeding or something like that, I know that you teach you know the non-first way as far as. A for V, you know, the citation or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, what about points and things like that? Does that does, does the points still stick to the license or the points can't stick because I have it as collateral? Would you know how that works? Yeah, they don't really have points on there once you become a secure creditor because I've had issues as well um, getting pulled over by the cops in Oregon. That was pretty bad, and even in California. And once I was able to discharge the debt, when they when I went to go get my insurance for my car, they actually mm-hmm. looked, and they found out that I had perfect driving records. So, oh, you're fine. <laughs> so okay. pretty much it, it's not going to show, and any of the negative points are not going to show. Oh, that's pretty good. And and you yeah. said that there's a good chance from when we do our process to send our letters out to the um, credit reporting agencies that it's a good chance that they will move everything off of, uh, like, any bad reporting off of our records yes, because and there's, we don't and, have and a contract in, with them. In the e-course especially teaches you how to take it off automatically because um, it's according to federal law and then they use credit repair special or and I'm sorry the creditors or the credit bureau has a contract with you to even have to even have your information on on a credit report if you go okay. into the debt validation section there's an area where you basically you would write to Experian um, you know a TransUnion and all these other places, and let them know that hey, if you send them that specific letter, they are to remove that from your credit report. Okay, not a problem. Um, I won't take up too much time. I know other people, you know, would like to speak with you. I just like to say nice speaking with you and um, keep doing what you what you what you're doing. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Delaware. <laughs> all right. Uh, next, uh, we we have Idaho. Idaho, you're on the air. If you want to go ahead and ask a question. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay, yeah, 16. I don't know how I got up this high, but great. Um, um, my question was, uh, last time I went on the webinar page, uh, there was a special message from you about not using Puerto Rico, and I was fast in and out, uh, and uh are we not using Puerto Rico to send our package to, or did I misunderstand something? Yeah, I mean, you you can still do it, but there are other places that I've actually heard of that you can send to because now they're saying, oh, Puerto Rico's um, in default right now. This is actually most recent what happened. Regardless, what you're doing is you're letting them know, even with Puerto Rico, you're just letting them know, hey, I'm a secure creditor. I've registered my documents through my private um, registra- registered mail, because when you send documents anywhere as a registered mail, you're sending them as private where they're already registered. They're copyrighted, in other words, by you. So in other words, it's kind of like a, a letting them know, hey, you know, I'm a secure creditor. I have uh, the power to do this and this and this. You know, you're just letting them know. Um, so, I mean, you can still do that. But there's also other options that you can send it to, and the ones are Brazil and there's Taiwan. So if you wish, you you can also use those areas, those countries. That's that's where we'd be sending it instead of the IRS? Um, Instead of uh, Puerto Rico, if you decide, Mm -hmm. if you wish to, 
you can send it to Taiwan and or uh, Brazil. Really? And the, even the IRS is in the Philippines, by the way. So it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's all international. They just don't tell you these things. <laughs> so what even we, though Puerto Rico, we, okay, Puerto Rico is, is part of the United States, but it isn't. You know, it's got its own corporation. It is foreign territory. But where would we get the address for uh, Taiwan? Well, what you would do is you would look up the treasury for Taiwan, look up the treasury there, and maybe, you know, and Google that, and then you can send it out to to them. But me, I mean, I've I've always sent mine. I've sent mine to Puerto Rico, and, and never, we once never had an issue. We've never, you know, had our mail refused. We've never had, you know, like any, any type of mail refused and said, oh, no, you, you know, we cannot accept these documents, not once. So I don't know what the hype is out there. If they're saying, oh, you know, Puerto Rico's this and that, all I, all I know is the fact that through experience, whenever I send it, it's always been solid. And I've always get a, a green card um, receipt okay. that they've confirmed wow. it. So that's one route you can go. Um, if you're from another country like New Zealand, Australia, whatever, you can send to your local treasury there. You can also, by the way, if you wish, you can also send to your local treasuries in your state, too. Because either way, those documents will be sent to where it needs to be sent. Excuse me. Well, and that is the uh, that's the uh, the uh, first package. Yes. Uh, so you're you're in Idaho. You can actually try looking for a treasury in Idaho in your own state. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, just one last question. Um, I have uh, filed for the. I, I filed all my papers back in 2014. Um, when I was working in North Dakota, and uh, so I'm probably a, already a secured creditor. I'm, I'm trying to go through all the the, the, the steps to um, to make all my banking purely uh, creditor as well now. But uh, I was wondering, I was trying to get a hold of, of uh, Stellar uh, to find out. You know, I I don't want to file everything for the second time. I know it probably takes precedence over the first time I did everything. Uh, I had everything filed in Georgia and with the IRS, with the Treasury, and, and uh, so forth and so on. But I was hoping to talk to him to see if he thought I, you know, what I, where I could go from here. But uh, he has not returned my, uh, my email from, a, uh, from last week. What's, uh, what's your take on that? Do I just keep on uh, trying to get in touch with him? Yeah, uh, first of all, okay, um, you said you filed your UCC-1 in Georgia. Well, it wasn't uh, the, uh, the, my, UC, uh, my UCC-1 was filed in, in Idaho, Washington, and Washington, D.C., because I was born uh, militarily uh, in Japan. Uh, and I guess our, uh, Washington, D.C. becomes our uh, kind of our home state when you're born military uh, American family uh, mm -hmm. members. But um, uh, all of the, my packages were sent. It was all done for me. And, uh, and all the filing was done in Georgia. So I got file numbers on everything. Okay, well, that's good. Now, the reason why I ask you that with the UCC-1, it, it does it say that it is a non-adverse and does it specify no. the type of lien, whether it's agricultural lien or maritime lien? No. Okay. No. 
then therefore it's not valid. So yeah, well, I was I was planning to redo all of the UCC ones. That's that's mm-hmm. not going to be a not going to be a problem. So yeah, and I was I was going to do all that uh, very shortly. Yeah, because uh, if, if that that's a thing. I mean, I've I've had a lot of clients come to me and they said, oh, check out my UCC one. And the problem is, is when I do look at it, if it does not specify the specific lien, whether it's maritime or agricultural, then it is not going to be valid, and it's certainly not going to help you in any way. So what I would do, I would I would cancel that UCC one, and I would redo another. But make sure you specify the specific lien that you're putting in there. As the like the examples you've given in the course. Yeah, I mean, you could do maritime lien. You could start off with mine, and then eventually work your way. When you work with Stellar, when when the time comes, you could do the agricultural lien. You know, he does agricultural lien. But either way, maritime agri- we specify what type of lien we have, and and we've noticed that you know throughout the the years, a lot of the like the redemption group, you know, they're like, oh, I do a UCC one, and they they put all their jargon, all their information, and then when you read it, you're like, okay, so what type of lien is it? Uh, <laughs> how are they going to know? And that that is completely wrong. Even uh, I don't know if you heard of David Wilcock, but I mean he's I love him. I mean, he's great. He's a metaphysical teacher and all that stuff. And I see him on Guy MTV. But he he came together with some other people and they supposedly did like this trillion dollar lien or some type of registration. And even my own mentor saw the UCC one. He's like, they did it wrong. They didn't specify the type of lien. And those who do UCC ones professionally, you know, that they know about what's going on internationally, they know that you're supposed to specify the specific lien verbiage on there. And it has to be account science language. So, and non-adverse really brings it up a notch, too. Now, are you saying on the lien, it's on the uh, UCC ones where you, uh, you, you specify? or on Yes, the- it's very important, yes. Yes. But, I mean, it's not too – I mean, you could just cancel it, and then you just – you can um, create another UCC one immediately, and then it, with our jargon on there, with our information, and and then put it on there. But that is really supposed to protect you because now you're letting them know, hey, I'm, you know, it, it, I'm putting a maritime lien registration here. Got it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. All righty. So we're moving down to South Central Florida. Anybody there? Anybody have a question? South Central Florida? Okay, I guess not. <clears throat> okay, no problem. Uh, Southern California, you have a question? Hello. Hi. Hi there. This is, this is not Florida. This is California. Yeah, California, Southern California. Yeah. How are you? And this, I'm fine. How are you? Great. <laughs> Ecstatic as this always. Is, uh, this is George Malone. I, oh, there you are. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, I am. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, uh, listen, I'm a songwriter and a singer. Oh, and nice. an instrumentalist. And I got my own studio and stuff, and I, that's what I be doing. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I got to hear your stuff. <laughs> I got some really nice stuff. And like, um, the name of my band is called Funkalicious. Oh, it's called Funkalicious. Oh, Funkalicious. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah in Southern California. Right on. Oh, um, uh, I 
I'm stuck. I I got all the inf- the information, all the paperwork back from eight here. Mhm. And but I'm stuck on the UCC one. Okay. Do I have to? That t- you said it's just a template. I have to download uh, an original for Google, the original from uh, online, and fill yeah. it out. Okay, that's I know what to do with that. Yeah, you don't okay, want to now. use that form because it is so outdated. So you don't use the form; you just use the, the jargon on there. The word. No, no. I need to know which 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 uh, documents to keep and notarize. The P the P O G A. I got to keep that one. And uh, yeah. how many more? Okay, the power of attorney general, you're going to have to get it signed and notarized okay. and okay. Um, recorded. Okay. Once you get it recorded, then you would use that recording number and apply it on your as collateral on your UCC1. Okay. Then it, just okay. by writing it in or typing it in. And then when you're ready to do the UCC filing, you have many choices. You could do it online. You could do it um, – well, you're in California. It's even nicer. California is really cheap. It's it's a cheap state to do your UCC filings. It's only $5. So you can do it there. Yeah, I can go to – I can go – I can record it in Norwalk. Yeah. Yeah. You can record the Pogue in Norwalk. But if you have any resistance at all – um, you know, you can always go to Apache, Arizona County Recorder. Yeah, yeah I, I got that information. Yeah, Thank you. Cake. Mm-hmm. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. Uh, okay, and uh, what's the other two I have to keep? The ones I have to keep at home. Okay, the ones that you keep are going to be the Pogue, you know, after you got uh-huh. it signed, notarized, recorded, all that stuff. Um, you're going to keep the Hold Harmless. You're going to keep hold the, harmless? Yeah, you're going to keep the, uh, the copyright. Okay. You're going to keep the security agreement. Okay. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I think that's pretty much it that you're going to keep. Uh, everything else, yeah, you're going to pretty much send uh, the template of foreign status, the template of, um, what is it, the franchise, uh, revo- revocation okay. of franchise government, or government franchise, okay. sorry. Um, mm-hmm. And the W-8, if you wish to use the W-8, you don't need to. You could just use the foreign status one. Use it at all because I got it and I didn't fill it out. Yeah, you, you don't necessarily – I mean, you can. You know, it's just when you fill out the W-8, it's real easy. It's just your name, your address, uh-huh. um, the account number way to the right where it says post-registered deposit account number. That okay. is where you put your registered mail number on. Okay. Okay, but the account number uh, on the left side, don't put nothing on there. Okay. 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 And then uh, your EIN number or your Social Security on the the top right side corner. Okay. And then you always sign in blue. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I sent all those to the uh, IRS. Yeah, that's all you you would keep. You would keep um, a majority of the documents and just send the ones you know the foreign the template of foreign status, the cover letter, the UCC one, only the acknowledgement of the UCC one. You don't have to send in the financing statement, by the way. Just the UCC one acknowledgement, um, mm-hmm. copy of the birth certificate, only the copy with the uh, you know on the back side of it. You know you have the jargon on the back. Um, yeah, I have to say, uh, uh, deposited for credit. Yes. Uh, for the American people, for the American people, right? Yes, that's exactly okay, what you're doing. And, and, and printed in, in red, right? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. All right. All right. 
And the well, routing number always is your social security number without the dashes. Okay. On the back of the birth certificate. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. That's, that's it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then that's once it. You, once yeah. you get that back. If I have any more, I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it from Okay, and then once you get that done, let us know. And always, you guys, everybody listening to the call, please, okay, send it registered mail return receipt. Do not send certified mail return receipt to the uh, Puerto Rico or Taiwan or your local treasury. Don't ever send it certified mail when it comes to um, sending it out because you are letting them know that you are private and the only way to register those documents under you is sending it registered mail. See, they registered your stuff. The state has already registered your stuff. So what you're doing is when you send it register mail return receipt, you are letting them know all of those documents are registered under you now. Okay? That's how much power you have. So, And you're going to find some resistance over there in some of the places. They don't want you sending things registered mail because now they're catching up to what's going on with us, what we're doing. So they're trying. They're going to try to sweet talk you and say, "Oh no, no, you don't need to do that. You don't spend all that money. You can send it certified mail return receipt. They're still going to get it, and they're going to try to fight with you and say, "Look, I've been doing this for years, and it's got to be private. It's got to be registered mail. It's international. Is what you're doing, okay? The next level. Oh, I think I've already uh, talked to talked to that person already. <laughs> okay, uh, guest fifteen. All right, you're on the air. Guest fifteen. Do you have a question? Okay. Uh, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> no problem, you guys. I mean, this is exactly what we're here for. This is what we're doing, you know. And there have been times, I have to admit, you know, there's times it's like, okay, I had enough, you know, because I do deal with some people that are just really not um, appreciating what it is that we do. And and there's times it's just like, oh, whatever, you know. I'm just going to go do something else completely different, you know. Um and and move on, you know, into something else. But then, you know, I see a lot of things happening with the world and people getting thrown out of their houses and, you know, and the student loans. And now, again, especially that, like, child support student loans, now people are getting arrested, people are getting their passports taken from them, you know. And we're, like, the only country that's doing that, really, really. Um, like, to get your passport taken from you for taxes and... Child support, I, I don't know, maybe in Bahrain, right, hon? I think Bahrain, they do something like if you don't pay a certain debt, they keep you from leaving the country. I think that's th- that place they do that in the Middle East as well. So I can't say exactly that, you know, it's only the U.S. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is, it is, I mean, even the U.K. doesn't do that, and the U.K. is extremely strict, okay? They're so strict you have to have a TV license. But they don't even go into your bank account and pull money out for child support and for taxes and crap. They don't even do that. They don't even stop your passports. They don't do any of that. Only the United States of America that we know of so far does this. Stops your birth certificate. I mean, stops your passport for you to travel. And it. I mean, right then and right there, that's when you realize you are being. This is this is this is a crime against humanity. And you're so right, Kronos. That's exactly what's happening. It's. Um, it's very sickening, and, and now and then taking your kids from you, and you know, I mean, it's just it's just one thing or another. But it's also a wake up call for you all to say, you know, what, don't get caught up in the whole, um, the dream world, like uh, you know, especially the one that I was talking to just recently about getting a mortgage, getting a house. Personally, you guys, you know what, you know, when I tell you straight up, don't get a house in the states. 
If you're going to buy a house somewhere, go just leave the country. <laughs> Don't go there until things get better. Don't go there until things get better. Save some money. Um, get what you have to get and go to another country. You're going to find a lot more peace. You're going to find a lot more freedom. You know, Ecuador's one of them. You can 25k. You can get yourself a lot. You become a permanent resident there if you want to go that route. Um, even other places in Europe are pretty good too. But the United States, especially the way that things are going, and what I felt, that the, the energy that I felt from this guy that was intimidating me at the border, okay, because of my husband here, I just knew it, it's going to shit. I'm sorry. I have to tell you that right now. It's going to shit. Um, I don't care how much, how well my paperwork stands. You don't want to deal. It's like, okay, it, let, let's ask yourself this. What if you guys were living in Nazi Germany back in the day? And you know all your friends and people are getting burnt in the freaking ovens. Do you still want to buy a house there? I mean, seriously, you know, really. This is the thought that you you really got to think. This goes beyond just money and credit and having a Ferrari. I mean, really, it does. And and Germany was gorgeous, by the way. I mean, it's a gorgeous country. Um, My family, I I have my great-grandpa comes from, from Germany. But, you know, most beautiful place ever, you wouldn't even think, and things did happen there. So that's something that you might want to look into. Do you really, really want to live, really raise your family there, especially what's going on? you got vaccines you got to deal with. you got chemtrails you got to deal with. You know, this it, becoming a secure creditor is a wake-up call. Okay? So it is a major wake-up call for, for a lot of us. And this is something that you would have to think about, you know, where you want to go. Um, personally, I just say follow your heart where you want to go. I've been to Belize, by the way, and I have to tell you, I was there for a couple of days. I wanted to leave. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't feel safe there at all. There was something about it. I couldn't wait to get back to Mexico. Um, it was a feeling, you know, a lot of these third third world countries, you got you do have to be careful. We're actually going to be flying out to Italy on Monday. I cannot freaking wait. I've never been to Italy. Um, this has been a dream of mine for years. I'm, yeah, I have a past life there, many past lives, and we're actually going to be looking into that. Why? Because, I mean, even though we love Mexico, and Mexico's been absolutely wonderful, uh, buying a house in Mexico is a piece of cake. You only pay, like, by the way, a year. You're paying maybe 300 to $400 for taxes a year. It's ridiculous. It is so super cheap, and it is a beautiful country. I mean, stay away from the border towns, though, like Juarez, you know, Reynosa, those areas where they have their little, you know, gang gang bangers there, just like in Compton, you know, uh, USA. We want to go because we want to go to Italy and check out those areas because of uh, Internet. <laughs> We need Internet. We need really good Internet, and that is our issue. Otherwise, we would stay longer in Mexico. Yeah, I'm following my dreams, definitely. And I tell you, I mean, doing the work that we do has made this happen, has made it happen. I mean, people want answers. People want answers so bad. Their credit repair specialist isn't helping them. Their lawyers are not helping them, and they're looking for alternatives, and this is exactly what we provide. And this is what we we teach. We teach this so that we are able to – you know, you can teach others. You can start your own meetup group. And I don't mind. I want you to. I want you to go out there. I mean, there's how many people in the world? There's billions of people, and I'm sure you're not going to get all of them. So go out there and, and, and put it out there and, and share with them the information and and just go ahead and start doing doing this. But 
it, it is a wake-up call. I mean, there's a lot of things happening. Um, <clears throat> hi, you're so sweet. <laughs> Guest 10. <laughs> you're adorable. Um, yeah, what you can do, I, we were just listening to um, uh, about Putin. Very interesting, uh, the Russian president. I mean, hell, I'm becoming, you know, a fan of his as well. He's basically coming out now to let everybody know what's going on about um, the 9-11 attacks, that it is, there is evidence and proof that in the cameras, in the fire alarm cameras, right there, even in the White House, they have actually, there's evidence that the, the Bush administration planned an attack against their own citizens in 9-11. This was an inside job. And uh, Edward Snowden got a hold of this information and, and also shared it with Putin. And now Putin knows, and he's ready to share this information. And there's going to be some serious war going on in the United States Corporation. So that's what I'm saying. There's a lot more bigger issues that you need to see. goes beyond your mortgage, goes beyond your credit cards and, and, and your credit debt. Um, there's going to be an all-out war going on. And this is the only way that they're able to shake these people, these these um Gestapo from controlling any more of, of the United States of America. Um, when now that they're going to be in war with Russia, Russia is a big deal. No one wants to f with Russia. Okay, this is serious. So I mean, we're living right next door to the United States. You know, so we're. You know, I've even had my friends are like big time Russian fans. Are like, maybe we should just go to move to Russia. You know, but um, it's a very cold area. <laughs> So you have to be very, very careful. Um, yeah, it, there were explosions, there were bombs in 9/11. Um, the proof, the proof, and the evidence is coming out. You guys, it's coming out, be, and it's going to shock the whole world. Um, that is why they threw this thing about the what was it, the Panama Papers? How they try to say, oh, you know, um, uh, Putin, Putin's got an account there. Um, you know, the Iceland guy's got an account there. Hell, if anything, they've inspired me to get my account there. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, and, and it's funny because none of the Americans, there were no Americans that were, that were, um, that were uh, brought up at all. It was only those that were from, Pan, uh, from Russia, Iceland, Brazil, or I don't know, some other countries, right? But they did not want to bring, bring up anybody from America. Now, that, this is the reason why they did it. They did it because they know that Putin is, um, is on the right path, and he's got a lot of fans out of the United States. I mean, there's even groups called the Vladimir Group, and people are just loving him to death. And they want him to come out, and he's just ready to come out with all everything that's going on with the United States Corporation. So they had to, like, throw that out a lot of these people that are making a lot of money and they're high and they're bringing their money into these um corporation in Panama but they're targeting them because they know they're like oh well if we throw this at them then maybe you know we can we can get the american people to to get mad you know they're doing it for reasons because they're intimidated by what's to come and the us currency is going to crap what i would do i would suggest immediately you should definitely start putting your money in gold and silver, and then with a secure creditor stand, it's even better because you're putting your inf your energy into credit, which is even more important. So I me I I have a Bitgold account, Bitgold.com, 
that is a very good place to get going with. Um, even you know, if you want to pay each other, want to start a business, whatever, instead of using PayPal, you can use BitGold and only use gold. And you can have your, your gold account in, in vaults in, New, um, where is it, Zurich, uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, Toronto. Um, there's many places that you can actually have your gold vault in. So that would be a, a place to do that. You know, start putting your money out of the freaking banks where they say, hey, we're going we're gonna to put a lien on your bank and we're going to, you know, all this crap. Well, you know what? Throw it in a gold account. They can't touch it. They can only touch FRN notes because they're the ones that created those notes. So, therefore, they own those notes. So, when we move our money into gold and or silver, forget about it. They have no right over it at all. So that is something that I would suggest for all of you. Bit gold is not Bitcoin, by the way. It is a gold. It is gold account. We have majority of our money in gold already, just to let you know. We've moved majority of it there. We're moving more into there. <laughs> We'd rather have it in a gold account than my Chase account, even though I have Chase. But I only use like just a mini school amount, and um, that's it. So a lot of you who are, who are going through issues where, oh, my gosh, IRS is going to put a lien and levy. I don't know what to do. And it's like the, like a last call, and they're about to do it. Just take your money out of the banks. And they don't have that much control over you. And stick it somewhere else, okay? All right, you guys. Well, I guess I've answered pretty much everybody's um, questions. Anybody who wishes to add any chat, any chat questions right now, because we have to wrap everything up here. Um, everyone's Okay. I think I pretty much uh, answered everybody so far. All right, you guys. Well, you know, you have a wonderful weekend. No, 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 uh, Ariel. Would visiting a non-Hague country cause a problem for us? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Non-Hague or Hague, it doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're going to be good anyway. Why? Because, number one, you're not at war with anybody, but you still have to uh, let your status be known. Just let them know that that you're not at war. Because then again, there is the UN, and the UN deals with, you know, um, certain situations where, you know, uh, you know not, uh, to protect humanity in some way. Let's see, will I be able to live in the States as an alien resident? Um, I don't understand guest 10. What, what do you mean by that? Are you, are you a naturalized citizen in the United States? Corporation? No problem, you guess 17, you're, you're good. Okay, so you're naturalized then. You're not a permanent resident, but you're naturalized. You got a naturalized certificate, correct? Because if that's the case and you're fine, that is a bond. Of course you can. But personally, I don't know. I, I'm so over the States, you guys. I really am. I mean, I miss all of you. That's why I love talking to you guys. I love to hear English. You know, we hear Spanish here all the time. <laughs> and I miss you guys very much, but... I just suggest, you know, try to get out of there. I mean, first secure yourself. Yeah, secure yourself. And when you want to get that passport, do not put your Social Security number on there. And that way that will bring you more in diplomatic status. That's your diplomatic immunity ticket too, okay? And it doesn't cost much. So I just wanted to share that with you all. I'm selling everything and we'll be joining you soon. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think about a world? No, you know, the world passport, I was thinking about that too, but still, you're, you're still going to be interrogated, pulled to the side and treated like crap. I mean, they, I mean, they 
pulled my husband to the side. He's a freaking Brit, okay? And they talked to him like shit. And I'm thinking, dude, the crown rules the United States. Hello. You know, they're all in on it. It's just such a joke, you guys. I mean, they they, they cry about terrorism, terrorist attacks, you know. And I'm thinking, you know what, You're the reason why the United States Corporation is so freaking paranoid, they're, the only one, they're one of the ones that are really dropping bombs all over the place, obviously. So, you know what, they're just creating havoc. And they're creating a reason to shut the borders down. That's what they're doing. They're about to shut the borders down where you cannot leave. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. Um, where you cannot leave at all. And remember, look what happened. I mean, I'm not saying remember. I don't know from your past life. But in, the, in, in Nazi Germany, it was like, let me see your papers. Do you have your papers? Do you have the papers? You know what I mean? My great-grandpa left freaking Germany. And he's, he's, he's German. You know, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and and also before I leave, I'm gonna wrap everything up. Please get, if you can, try to get an unseen account, unseen.is, and uh, my my you know email email is Drena at unseen.is. Unseen.is is a private encrypted email account based out of Iceland. I would suggest you get that. And check out scene.life. That is an alternative to Facebook, which is actually private. They actually respect your privacy. Okay? Well, I'm really, really happy to to be here with you guys. I have to get going. Love and light to you all. And um, please feel free to go to the VIP forum on Sanctuary um, sanctuaryofhathor.com, sanctuaryhathor.com. And uh, let me know, message me, let me know that you're my student, and I will bring you into the VIP forum. So that way, any other questions that you have, you're free to upload uh, or post them, introduce yourself, maybe get together with all the other students and say, hey, let's, let's start a little local chapter in our little neighborhood. Hell, do what you got to do to spread this information far and wide, because time is very short, and I don't think much longer. <laughs> I, I, I feel this year is going to be the, the last of the year. Things are going to get pretty pretty scary. So, you know, protect yourselves, you guys, okay? Love and light to you all. Mwah. <laughs> Take care. Big hugs. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.